Welcome to our new micro podcast series, where authors answer four questions provided by the Journal of Neurophysiology's Editor-in-Chief, Professor Nino Ramirez. Hi, I'm Jamie Jones, your host, and I hope you enjoy this new series. Sit back, relax, and take a listen. Goedemiddag, Johannes. Guten Tag, Leonie, and hello to our listeners. So today we want to give you a brief overview of our paper titled Late Integration of Vision and Proprioception During Perturbed Reaches uh, that we worked on with Peter Medendorp and Luc Salen at the Donners Institute for Brain, Cognition and Behavior at the Radboud University Nijmegen in the Netherlands. So I'm Leonie Oosterdijnes, I'm an assistant professor in the sensory motor lab uh, and I'm here today with uh, the first author of the paper, Johannes. Hello, my name is Johannes Kaiser. I'm currently a postdoc at the Justus Liebig University in Gießen, which is in Germany. And this project was done, however, during my PhD work at Peter Medendorp's Sensory Motor Lab. So as a, a fun fact, we actually started out this project as part of a, of a two-week challenge uh, that we run in the lab where we work together in teams for two weeks on new projects to everyone and yeah, they're the first attempt uh, at trying something like this uh, uh, started. So um, let's get right into it. Johannes, what do you think are the main findings of, uh, of our paper? So yeah, so the general topic of this project is how different sensor modalities are potentially combined or used for motor control. And that's a very long-standing debate, uh, of course. So in, in particular, we wanted to ask the question, um, is visual and proprioceptive integration happening immediately or does it take some time? And we think our results show that the integration is not immediate, but actually takes some time to occur. And the implications for the wider debate are, let's say there's two hypotheses uh, in the field. One of them is um, sort of from a computational or normative uh, perspective that motor output should be controlled from a state estimate that optimally combines all available information as soon as it's available. And sort of a contrasting view, at least for rapid responses during perturbation, so sort of reflexive responses, is um, that motor output might be driven by different sensory channels independently for, for at least uh, the initial, initial phases. And in our interpretation, our results uh, suggest sort of a balance between these two hypotheses. Initially, we think uh, that the responses seem independently driven by proprioception and vision um, alone, independently. For example, uh, we see that responses to proprioceptive perturbations occur at just under 100 milliseconds and responses to visual perturbations um, at about 100 milliseconds later than that. And we do see signs then uh, of integration at least 100 milliseconds after the visual responses. So from then onwards, it seems as if the output uh, is driven by a combined state estimate. So there's a sort of a combination of both views. Maybe both are right, just at different times in the response. So what's the basis for, for these claims? Leonie, could you uh, give an overview of our methods? Yeah, so, so participants were in the setup where they made reaching movements while holding a manipulandum. And while they could not see their real hand, but they saw instead a moving cursor. And we uh, perturbed this movement without actually perturbing the real arm position. So either we perturbed it visually by displacing the cursor that they saw, or we perturbed it 
proprioceptively by vibrating the muscle that was lengthening for that movement uh, without disturbing the real position of the arm. So if you vibrate a lengthening muscle, then it feels like the hand is at a different position uh, than it is, but it, it is actually not. And to measure how participants responded to these perturbations, we uh, put them in a force channel and measured the force output in the channel in response to these perturbations. And now what we did was expose participants to these perturbations in different conditions. And now critically in uh, some conditions, participants received the visual only perturbation, in others only the proprioceptive. And in again other uh, trials, they received both the visual and the proprioceptive perturbation, either in the same or in opposite directions. And by examining at what latency we see signs of the response to these perturbations, we examine whether uh, the integration of information was immediate or whether it was delayed. And we found that uh, the integration was delayed. So the uh, first sign of uh, multimodal response was later than the longest individual response, which, which was vision. So go, going on from here, Johannes, what, what do you feel like is uh, the future of this work? Yeah, so um, when we think about the specific case of reaching movements and uh, a visual and, and proprioceptive perturbations, I think it would be nice to, um, to get more modeling studies that are more precisely tuned to uh, distinguish different hypotheses. And... Um, to also potentially get more precise behavioral results. And maybe also other labs could, could look into the uh, neural implementation of, of this phenomenon. And also in addition, from a wider perspective, um, the problem or question about multisensory integration, especially when it comes to real time, is much broader than perturbations of reaching movements. So for example, in the sensory motor lab, we also look at um, auditory and vestibular responses. And in the wider field, um, researchers are also working on communication and development and other animal species altogether. And um, yeah, to facilitate further steps by other labs, we also decided to publish all our data and analysis scripts. So in case somebody wants to take a look, uh, you're very welcome. Yeah, so thank you for your interest uh, in, in our research. Should you have any questions or want to discuss or if you're interested in uh, collaborating on, on a project, we are at Sunset Remote Lab more than happy to, uh, yeah, to talk to you. So please uh, get in touch. And thank you very much uh, for listening today. Doei! Tschüss und bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. This podcast was brought to you by the Journal of Neurophysiology and produced by me, Jamie Jones. If you would like to hear our latest episodes, please visit the Journal of Neurophysiology's homepage.